You're tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome. I'm thrilled to have you back for another episode of Pure Presence. There's never a shortage of information to share regarding the current energetic patterns and fun ways to play in this energy. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about Pure Presence. During this show, you will be offered information and reminders of who you really are. You'll be offered these reminders through the words that you hear and in the silent spaces between the words. Each episode will address various topics, but all for the same purpose. The clear intention of pure presence is that you know for certain and experience the bigness of who you are. The last half-hour segment of each show will consist of an energetic integration and balance session. In this segment, you will hear vocal toning, light language, and other right brain techniques for the purpose of supporting your alignment to you. This process is used specifically to bypass the left brain's tendency to simply remind you of what you already know and to allow you to expand beyond your limited patterns. Most people tend to feel deeply connected to a bigger part of themselves at the completion of these sessions. For that reason, when we are complete, I will leave you with a few closing remarks about how to get more information about this work and future offerings. If you would like to listen to this alignment but not participate in the energy work, set your intention and it will be so. For those of you who listen to Pure Presence on Blog Talk Radio, please join us on the Awakening Zone. The Awakening Zone has an easy-to-navigate experience, and you don't have to sign up. There's a great live chat room, and you can share your experiences and questions. Also, as a reminder, please visit the Awakening Zone Academy, where you'll find three great, great classes offered. So now on to today's topic. Um, it's been really a fun and interesting energy um, over the last couple days, and I always like when pure presence kind of lands right in the middle of this kind of energy because we get to to talk about it not a week before or after, but we get to talk about it when that energy is kind of, when we're right in the middle of it. I also like that because when we do the energy work, we get the opportunity to really work with the collective consciousness of those of you who listen to these episodes and really begin to shift something in the dynamic where it is happening. And I think that that's, it's, this is really significant right now because it feels to me like we are all being, again, we're all kind of being moved or wedged, if you will, closer and closer to the now moment anyway, over and over again. It's getting more and more challenging to go to the past or to go to the future. It's what's available here, what's available now, um, what are we going to do with that information. Um, and, And so in a very kind of profound way, 
how does that information kind of lead us along? So you might have noticed that more recently, I was um, on one of the the groups that the Yahoo groups that is run that for the certified practitioners this morning, and um, somebody was saying, you know, something about the shit hitting the fan. You know, it's like that opportunity for, um, you know, everything to kind of blow up, if you will, move in a million different directions, literally, <clears throat> and and. This is exactly what's happening now. It's almost like as we are being wedged, if you will, into the now moment, as we are kind of uh, being forced to say, okay, there's not a past and there's not a future, but there is such amazing awareness available right here, right now. A matter of fact, our multidimensional awareness is available right here, right now. We have access to more of ourselves in this moment than we will ever have by going to the past and trying to organize a now moment based on what we've experienced then or going to the future and trying to pre-plan the way something is going to, to move or fall out. The fact is, is we just, we don't know. The fact is, is that every given moment creates opportunities and creates awarenesses. And if we're in that moment, then we step into the next moment, not with necessarily um, even a, a premonition of what's coming next, but with an openness to what's coming next, to with an availability to um, to what's there, to what can be experienced in that moment. So as this coherence kind of really narrows down, as it gets right into the wedge, if you will, of the now moment, it is it is forcing everything that is out of coherence with being completely in the now moment, with being completely available to... Um, the direction that your life would like to go based on that now moment, that everything that is incoherent with that, like squeezing everything down to its least common denominator, if you will, and everything that is noise, everything that is superficial or superfluous to that focus literally spreads out in a million different directions. That's the shit hitting the fan. And so if that kind of um, energy is happening for you, uh, you know, it's a really great indication that there is literally this, um, this movement of energy out and away from what is no longer necessary. And what's also interesting is sometimes we have to get We have to be wedged into that now moment to get very focused, very clear, very direct about what we are, what we are interested in, in that now moment. It's like, again, not so that we can create a better future and not so we can reminisce about the past, but what's actually available in that moment. And so some of you may be having experiences where things are coming apart. 
um, you know, relationships may be coming apart. Uh, you know, businesses are maybe falling apart. Um, different kinds of, all kinds of relationships in all kinds of ways are kind of being put to the stress test right now. And they're being put to the stress test, again, based in the coherence of the now moment. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So one of the, I'll give you a, a really practical example of this, of this kind of energy and, and how beautifully it can really move. So within about the last couple weeks, um, I have a 17-year-old daughter as well as um, three other daughters who are older than she is. And as I was, you know, we were moving through the day and um, as, as it can happen, you know, we start living our own lives. You know, I'm doing what I'm doing. She's doing what she's doing. We kind of cross in the middle of the day or in the middle of the night, and that, you know, not a whole lot of conversation um, in the midst of all of that. And at one point, um, she came through the house, and as she was coming through the house, I had asked her something about, something that was going on with my cell phone. And because I'm not the tech person and she is, you know, I went to her for that information. And in that moment, she was preoccupied with going on to the next step of her life, which happened to be her boyfriend waiting for her. And so there was a very, there was a very abrupt, no, I don't have time for that. No, I can't do that. No, you know, no, because I'm already on to my next moment. Um, and in that no, there was there was a there was a disconnect from what was present in the moment. There was a disconnect and connection that was broken in that moment. And I really felt it. I really noticed it and really felt it. So I asked her to you know come back. Um, out and have a conversation with me. And in that moment, just really let her know, you know, in no uncertain terms, listen, this, this doesn't feel good. This, this, you know, we, we don't want to cross paths like this. We want to meet each other in the now, in the moment with all that we have available. We might have to postpone something to the next moment as far as taking action on it. But we want to meet each other in that moment so a new possibility and potential can exist. And she heard what I had to say, and she went back to, um, went back to her day. But what was really interesting, that was happening on a physical level. But when I was noticing the energetics of it, I thought to myself, wow, something really shifted, something by by being that direct, by being that focused, by being that clear in the moment, something was able to shift. Well, what's interesting is watching her today and since that moment, there has been this this natural um, connection, a, a much deeper connection than has been available in the past. It's almost as if, that coherence has to be built on truth in the moment. It has to be 
based on the availability of what you know, feel, sense, experience, are aware of in that moment because that's the only thing that you can build from. Um, and, and again, most of us in this kind of energy, especially when things get a little bit tense, the last thing that we want to do is be in that moment. And in an effort to not be in that moment, we have a tendency to go to the past and tell ourselves a story. So I could have told myself a story, oh, you know, she's never very receptive or she always has her own interest at heart versus everybody else's interest or, you know, she's a teenager and, you know, I could have made up all of those. Really giving ourselves, excuse me, giving ourselves permission to allow ourselves to get wedged right into that now moment. And to feel what we feel, see what we see, sense what we sense, express what needs to be expressed, let the shit hit the fan. Let the energy disperse from that moment. And then notice what's left. Usually what's left is the clarity of the now moment. And from the clarity of that now moment, we begin to have access to other potentials and other possibilities. So this, um, the other thing that I'm noticing here is this can be showing up in other ways as well. So we have the practical application of, you know, mother-daughter relationship kind of experience. But, but there are other internal relationships that are going on as well. And those also are being wedged into the now moment. So, for instance, you know, it can be those aspects of you, those as above, so below aspects of you, getting wedged right into the now moment. And and it's almost as if we can't distinguish, hopefully, nor can we delineate what is any longer above and below, right? That whole concept, that those those concepts that really rest in duality are, they're not available um, as we kind of get wedged into the now moment. Our masculine and feminine energy also might really be coming to the surface right now. This is a big duality, right? This is a big duality within the human condition. So if it's not as above, so below, it's masculine and feminine, left hemisphere, right hemisphere, all of these ways in which your divinity and your humanity, it's like these opposites, the past and the future even, these opposites are getting, are getting forced together. They're getting forced so closely to each other that something does have to explode. Something has to, we t- we've talked in the past about the energy of our humanity and our divinity coming together, not so that it can create, you know, kind of a, uh, a divine human, not so, it can, not so it can simply put divinity and humanity together as if it could be put together in some ways or as if it was ever separate to begin with. But, but it's not that divinity and humanity are coming together to create some kind of 
um, some kind of, yeah, paired unity and divinity. Unity and divinity are being remembered or coming to the surface as a completely new way of being, as, as a completely new experience of self. So, you know, just like um, male and female coming together to create a child, the child has those beautiful characteristics of the male and the female, of the divinity and the humanity, but it expresses itself in its own unique way. Um, It has its own trajectory. It has its own movement forward. So this is exactly the energy that is taking place right now. So it's good to know this because if we if we don't resist the coming together of these opposites, the very close proximity of the coming together of these opposites, if we if we're no, in no resistance to that, and if we're in no resistance to what emerges or breaks forth from that, um, it, it will feel uncomfortable or it could feel uncomfortable. And again, we've been conditioned to, you know, oh no, all of this, you know, new divinity and humanity, oh no, that has to be all about feeling good. You know, that has to be all about, you know, love and light and all of those other kinds of um, energies. Well, maybe that's maybe that's part of this duality as well. Maybe it's maybe it is that we are being forced into this wedge of the now moment and forced to feel, experience, be aware of the ways in which we have conditioned ourselves into duality. And as we do that, of course, that emotion is going to want to let loose. Of course, the mind is going to want to tell a story about that. But if we can, if we can allow ourselves to simply feel what we feel, notice what we notice, and, and maybe avoid or pay more attention to the feelings than that we than we do to the story that goes along with those feelings. There's this opportunity to literally instantaneously shed anything that is not in coherence with your clear, pure potential and possibility as it exists right here, right now, in this moment. The fascinating thing to me about allowing that is that as you allow that something changes there there are neurological psychological and physiological changes that occur in that moment it's like it's like you go through the eye of the needle you go through that stress point if you will where where we have held particular patterns in the past and it's it's so counterintuitive to not simply play out those patterns, but to go right through that eye of the needle, to feel uncomfortable, to allow the the tension that is there to be expressed. 
you know, and to actually be felt and to be noticed. And, man, the moment it is, it's like you come out the other side of that energy and there is a new potential and possibility. There is a new realization of of who you really are, you know, beyond that conditioned response. This opportunity right now, and I, I have a feeling, honestly, that between now, between this October episode and, you know, the end of December, there is a lot of information getting reorganized. Um, it's like the polarities that would keep us out of, this is kind of a cheesy word in some ways for the moment, but, but it's the one that works. Instead of polarizing us away from the love that is available in that moment, instead of, instead of um, placing us back into our own limiting patterns, which prevent us from staying open in the heart, clear and present, and aware to what's available in the moment. Um, you know, these are the moments right here, right now, challenge our capacity to have that open heart, that challenge our capacity to, to love ourselves, the moment, the situation beyond what those limiting patterns have availed us of before. And every single moment we choose that, every single moment we go into that eye of the needle and feel that energy, we not only come out with new potentials and possibilities, but we come out with new potentials and possibilities based on a much broader, more open heart frequency. Okay, so nice inhale and exhale. So as we've talked about in previous episodes, this open heart frequency, this availability in, the, in this now moment to have access to, gives us access to our multidimensionality. And what I'm noticing is I play in these energies and you know, I there are days that that like many of you in my own level of sensitivity, I would rather that the world not be quite going through um, the evolutionary patterning than it's going through because it's uncomfortable, right? But every single moment that I move into that discomfort, move into that energy. And stay there, play there, move, allow it to, to move me, if you will, in a particular direction and noticing the potentials and the possibilities down the other side. I also notice that much more is available as an experience. So now all of a sudden there are more reference points. You don't simply have the reference point of, of duality. You don't simply any longer have the reference point of um, your conditioned limitations. Having moved through that, 
you now have access to multiple vantage points, multiple um, uh, multiple realities, um, and you can choose in those moments which reality you are wanting to add more energy to. But that doesn't that doesn't open up until the heart energy is opened up. And just because the heart energy is opened up doesn't mean you feel good. I think that's a real misnomer. It, it, you ultimately move in that direction, I believe, or that's basically what my experience is. In the moment that, that love asks you to be right here, right now, the moment that that you are forced into that place of finding unity within the duality, that moment may not feel all that comfortable. The moment that follows it is usually some level of relief, some level of transformation, some level of, oh, I didn't know that this dynamic could move in the way that it's moving. I didn't know that this would be the next um, chapter in the story, so to speak. And yet there's a, there's a surprise and delight element to that. There's a relief element to that. There's, um, it, it's almost like we get to experience the relief of not functioning through our limitations. And every single time we feel that relief of not functioning within our limitations, there's a new potential impossibility. The story can in, the story of our lives, the story of our experiences can unfold in a brand new way. And so especially right now, especially within this next month and and even as we move from right here, right now, through multiple right here, right now, to the end of this year, perceived as moving through time and space, if we can allow ourselves a little discomfort, if we can allow ourselves a little distance, just back up a little bit, just back up from your story one more time, and stay right with the feeling. Let the feeling move you. Let the feeling direct you. Let the feeling show you what is incoherent. And let the feeling be expressed to the point that that incoherence gets broken up. Right? I mean, so again, going back to some of the things that the kids have always said, you know, the kids have always said, we don't care how you feel. You know, there's no right, what they meant by that is there's no right or wrong to how you feel. We care that you know how you feel. We care that you are being with how you feel. And and this energy, as we move through it, really does create a potential and a possibility that if we'll allow ourselves to move through 
I genuinely, I genuinely believe and have experienced that that relief, that awareness, those multiple reference points, those new ways of being, they're all available. They're right there, right there. So allow yourselves to get wedged into the now. Allow yourselves to feel what comes up because of it. And allow yourselves to stay with it long enough that it moves you into a new potential and possibility. Cool. All right. So let's go ahead and see where this energy work might take us today. And, yeah, and and honestly, so much is embedded within the conditioning of our neurology, psychology, and physiology. And in current terms anyway, and I say current terms in this now moment, the information that's being provided is that those, the um, energy of those limitations is really kind of in three categories, just to make it simple for my, for my mind. And those are blocks, bytes, and bits. Um, and so you can see that as a computer program. You can see that however it is. But if we are programmed through our limitations, and those limitations can easily and effortlessly be released simply by releasing the blocks, bytes, and bits of information that hold that patterning together, it makes it that much easier for us to allow the now moment makes it that much easier for us to allow multiple reference points that are beyond the limitations of duality. You've got this or that, right? Because we've got multiple potentials and possibilities. Physics, you know, quantum physics tells us that, you know. So let's play in this energy today. Let's play in the neurology, psychology, and physiology. Let's play with the blocks, bites, and bits. And let's effortlessly, in this now moment, kind of reconfigure that which is incoherent within our field. Okay. So go ahead and take a nice deep inhale and exhale, everybody. And just find yourself relaxing. Okay. So the first thing that comes up when we have a discussion like that uses words such as you are being moved to, you are being wedged into, you are being uh, coerced or forced into the now moment, the mental body Absolutely not. I want my free will. Absolutely not. I want to be able to. Um, I want to be able to be in control of what's coming up. And if I'm not in control of what's coming up, I might really lose it. I might, you know, the 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 neurology, if you will, if you will, has been wired and fired together through a certain pattern, a certain condition pattern of limitation. 
And so every time something shows up to change that pattern of limitation, the neurology says, heck no. It starts moving into its limitation. It starts moving into its duality. And it typically will keep doing that until it feels comfortable again, until it's created a new story so that it's, so that it's backed up enough that it feels comfortable. So instead of going down that road today, knowing that there might actually be a little bit of relief on the other side of that limited conditioning, um, let's go right into our neurology and let's, I'm going to have a little conversation with the neurology of this collective consciousness through light language and again specifically so that the states of consciousness that can allow change, that can allow unity, that can allow the next moment really begin to take precedence over the limitations and the patterning. So let's at least start to have that conversation here in the neurology. All right. Um, let's see where you guys want to go. Okay, kia kokomori o kumai te. Sata kuma e kuma o mu o e tai kuma. Eta kio yuma tai te e kia nama te kio kore te toko e mem. Ende ta kio kuna me e te ko ayukim. It's just a moment in time. It's just this moment in time. So as the neurology begins to realize it's just a moment, it's a, it's a moment of relief. Okay, so no molecule. So letting the neurology, letting the mental body, letting the way you've been wired and fired together Simply relax for a moment. Just it doesn't have to do anything. Just let the neurology relax. Okay. Command it to relax. There you go. It just begins to open. Okay. So all of the blocks, the bites the bits of information that are held in the neurology that don't us don't allow us to kind of with unabandoned excitement enter this now moment with kind of unabandoned excitement enter into feelings that are uncomfortable, maybe, all of the blocks, bites, and bits that would not allow that, I just ask that you place those in a sphere or command those into a sphere of source consciousness. And then command that that sphere drift back to source consciousness. So did you get it in that moment? Source 
sometimes we perceive source consciousness as something as separate from us. We're drawing a sphere in from source consciousness. We're placing something in the sphere of source consciousness. We're drifting that back to source consciousness. In many ways, that can be perceived as source as separate from self. But we could also change those words. We could say, create a sphere from you. Create a sphere from the source that you are. Put that which no longer serves you in the sphere of the source that you are. Pretend to drift that sphere to the source that you are. All that you're doing here is you're giving your mental body, you're giving the way the neurology has been wired and fired together a means of stepping through a process that already exists, already is right here, right now. Beautiful. So go ahead and take a nice deep inhale and exhale. All of these places and spaces, all of these focal points, neurology, psychology, physiology, source, source self, mental and emotional, as above, so below, all aspects of the one that you are. So in the grandest scheme of things, you're simply playing in the vastness of your being. You're simply playing in the vastness of your oneness. And you're playing in the vastness of your oneness, at least for right now, in a way that creates some comfort for your neurology, psychology, and physiology. in a way that your neurology, psychology, and physiology can understand. It may not be the way it actually is at all in different states of consciousness or from different vantage points, from different reference points. But it's very powerful for right here, right now, especially as we're learning, no, as we're remembering to function as a oneness. And not only as a oneness, but as a coherent oneness. It's really the remembrance of the oneness, all the aspects that make up the oneness, that we're this and we're this and we're this and we're that, all of these aspects. 
And then those aspects begin to come into coherence. And as that coherence grows, there's simply an awareness of one. That's love. Simply an awareness of one. And yet we have all of these other iterations to play with in any given now moment. All right, so let's place our attention now. Yeah, the neurology really understood it. It, it. it took it in consciously. Yeah, so let's move our attention to the psychology. So whatever you consider your psychology, and you might consider your emotional body to be part of that psychology. Beautiful. So let's have a little conversation there. Kyoko, hi. Okay. Interestingly enough, that oneness from the mental body, that's the level of coherence as a oneness that was reached within the, the neurology is really impacting the psychology right now. It's it's supporting the psychology. So let's add to that. Makes much more sense to why within the human psyche, within the human psychology, that seems that things seem to be outer edges, the most chaotic, the most incoherent right before they become very coherent. And again, if you take all of that incoherence and you wedge it into a very small space, metaphorically, right into the now moment, that chaos feels large. And it's very close up. It's very personal. It, It triggers our psychology to release emotion. It triggers our psychology to to want to experience something different. And in the moment that that literally explodes out, there is a quiet, there is a coherence. Yeah. So we all have heard the storm's darkest before the dawn kind of thing. I'm not saying that this has to be dark. I'm just saying that the 
emotional energy, the psychological aspects that are coming to the surface right now are not to be avoided in whatever way they come for you. Just don't avoid them. Just allow them to be, right? Subtle. They can be very subtle. Just letting your psychology relax. Letting it be what it is. What is, is what it is. And staying with it until you notice that it's something else. And the cool thing that you're going to notice is you didn't have to make it something else. You just had to stay with what was. It evolves, if you will, on its own. But the psychology likes to say, well, based on the past, I'm going to have to do something here. And all you have to do is be with whatever is right in the moment, not trying to make it feel one way or another. There's a kind of freedom in that. Freedom from our own limited psychology, our collective coherent, collective incoherent limited psychology. Okay. So again, all of the blocks, bites, and bits of information that would not allow your psychology, the aspect of your oneness that is psychology, to be coherent right here, right now, allow those blocks, bites, and bits to go right into a sphere of your oneness, drift that sphere through the vastness of your oneness. And return it to the source of your oneness. Beautiful. And let's take a nice deep inhalation and exhalation. All right. So I'm just watching the psychology for a moment. And just let the psychology, wherever wherever the patterning of the psychology is in this moment, Just allow it to expand. Allow it to have more space, more reference points, 
within the oneness that you are. There you go. Spread it out. Get some space in between psychological patterns. Feel the space that's available because the blocks, bites, and bits of the old patterning have been removed. There you go. All right, beautiful. So let's go right to the physiology. Physical change, co-manifestation. Not because we try to manifest something, but simply because that's what's available right here, right now. As we're available, there is something available. As we're available, as we can notice, as we can have more reference points, as there are more potentials and possibilities, the physiology can actually respond as well. Change, relief. Stress followed by complete lack of stress. Movement, fluidity in the physiology versus stagnant patterns that create the same experience over and over again. So let's have a conversation in the physiology. Put your attention there, whatever it means to you to put your attention in your physiology. And you might like to anchor it right to the physical body. Okay. Maybe even to a place within the physical body that hasn't been all that comfortable. Okay. Bringing the coherence from the psychology and the neurology right in as support for really the beautiful changes that can happen even at the level of physiology. There we go. <laughs> Cells of the physical body have space within them. Let the let the space between the cells in the body have more space. So Open to the multiple reference points 
within the oneness that you are and open to that through your physiology, through the portal of the space within your physiology, within your body. There you go. There you go. There you go. So kill, 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 and a matter ill or more or yet. Feel the spaciousness in the physiology. Again, the things in space or the spaciousness, again, they're, they're all you. That's, those are all the oneness of you. So as you expand that space, you expand you. These are the graces that we're being, that we're offering ourselves from that oneness. Right here, right now. really in big, beautiful hands, and they're yours. They're the, the remembrance, the oneness of the, the broadest scope of your awareness. Always been there, always available, and now almost being pushed to the surface, pushed into awareness for no other reason other than it's time. Okay. So again, collecting up all of the blocks, bites, and bits of information within your physiology that would prevent your physiology from being completely available to all that's available as you right here, right now. And placing those blocks, bites, and bits in a sphere of the source energy that you are Drifting it through the vastness of the being that you are, the oneness that you are, and returning it to the source of that oneness that you are. Beautiful. So one last focal point here. If you'll bring your awareness right back to your heart, on the one hand, feel that at this point the heart energy is a little bit more nebulous if you're looking for it as a reference simply within your physiology, psychology, and neurology. But if you will command 
that focus to the love, to the heart energy, the love within the oneness that you are. You might find that you immediately expand out to multiple reference points, multiple capacities. And even a relief in simply being love for the sake of love alone. Being love as an expression of the oneness of all that is. Beautiful. Say, right there, right now. Beautiful. So we say, we say, we say so, and it is so. Oneness says so, and it is so. Beautiful. All right. So if you've drifted a little bit during this process, just allow yourselves right here, right now. Right here, right now. Finding your breath and allowing yourselves to breathe. Allowing yourselves to breathe right into the body, right into the physiology. And begin to move your arms and your legs. Wiggle your fingers and toes. Rotate your neck. Shrug your shoulders. Feel the spaciousness within the body. Just nice stretch throughout the body. Let the let the body elongate, let it stretch to accommodate that space. And then find three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on the third exhale, breathe your eyes open. Beautiful. So breathing your eyes open. There you go. Thank you for spending this time with me. You've done some powerful work today reconnecting to your pure presence. And over the coming days, you will notice the effects of this change. Please notice what you notice and be easy on yourself as unproductive patterns diminish and a fuller expression of your pure presence emerges. The effects of these sessions are cumulative. So please join me again on November 7th for another episode of Pure Presence Aligning to Self. For those of you interested in our newest population of children, you can join me on Pure Presence All About the Kids on October 31st. For more information about Pure Presence and my work, you can find that at SusieMiller.com. 
Available on the website right now is a wonderful parenting course called Conscious Parents Challenging Children, hosted by the Level 3 Practitioners. This course is an empowering way to support you as you consciously raise energetically sensitive children and probably the energetic sensitive within yourselves as well. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone, J.D. Messinger will step in to host the new Consciousness Review and interview Miriam Knight as she discusses those whose lives and perceptions of reality have been changed forever as a result of being open to what the universe revealed to them. As also, as many of you may already know, the Awakening Zone will be off the air as of December 31st, 2014. I plan to continue to offer the information and energy work that is offered through the Pure Presence format, but through podcast instead, so that you can access that information at your convenience. If you're not registered for the newsletter that I provide on a monthly basis, please go to susiemiller.com and register for that newsletter, and then you'll be kept up to date as to um, the transfer from Pure Presence on Awakening Zone to those in the podcast. Thank you again for joining me today, and until next time on Pure Presence, many, many blessings. and inspiration for our evolving consciousness.